So welcome everyone to Lydia's Ladies Podcast. Now, this podcast is for women who want to walk closely with God, strengthen their relationship, or just start summing up with God that they've never had before. Now, you're going to hear from me and a few special guest speakers that I've invited from a couple of times that you're going to hear on this show. And they share tips, and I do too, on what gives a real sense of strength and closeness and a real deep walk from the heart with God, you know? So I really hope you enjoy this podcast and I'd love to hear your thoughts at the end. Enjoy the podcast. Today I want to talk about that we've all got a spiritual twin. If I was going to call this podcast something, I would say we've all got a twin, a Joseph or a Judah in our life. So let me kick off with a scripture. The Lord was with Joseph so that good things happened to him. Joseph lived in the house of Potiphar, his Egyptian master. Potiphar saw that the Lord was with Joseph. He saw that the Lord helped Joseph to do good work always. Genesis 39, 2-3 in the easy version. So, we've all got a twin, right? You know, somewhere, someone in the world looks like us, but we don't even know it. And even with that, we've even got a twin within ourselves. So, I'm talking not about like if you've got actual physical twin, amen it's amazing if you have one I want you to try and imagine like we've all got a twin and there's a twin obviously you know there's always someone who looks like you in the world but there's actually a twin within yourself okay who you were in the world before you encountered God before you repented of your sin that's the twin I'm talking about so you've got a woman in the kingdom who follows the word of God and sees God as a saviour. Then there was the woman of the world who you left behind, closed the door, left in the waters of baptism. That's the twin that I'm talking about, yeah? We're going to go for a couple of comparisons, yeah? you got to kind of see there's so many comparisons in the Bible. I mean, God's just dropping bars after bars in the Bible. You've got to dig deep. And I don't mean just like read it once. Oh, I read a chapter a day. That is not good enough. Satan knows that you're thinking it's okay to be fed on a chapter a day. You read that chapter a day and then start drilling down. Let me give you a few comparisons of different twins in the Bible, right? You've got two wives, yeah? You've got Herod the Tetrarch's wife who was like, I want the head of John the Baptist, you know? Um, You know, compare that lady. She was just really out of order. Compare that wife to another powerful wife in Matthew 27, 11, uh, verse 26, to Pilate's wife, who had, you know, who would have had a, you know, a nice cushy life, beauty treatments, nice food, chilling, looking amazing, makeup on point. And she has a bad dream where she's tossing and turning. She wants to fight to protect Jesus. So, you know, she wants to stop her husband from getting involved and probably total damnation because she knew that if he was part of Jesus dying rather than saving him, it would not end well for him and for sure not her. So imagine, I remember it says in the scripture that she goes to him while he's on the judge's table. So that's like you going to chat to your man while he's at work, wherever he's a mechanic or school teacher, preacher. You don't talk stuff from your dream at night to your husband when he's at work. It's just not appropriate. No, there's a time and place for everything. Solomon said in Ecclesiastes 3. So that's what I was really saying to you. She was so driven that she's like, oh, I can't sleep. I've got to go and tell my husband about this dream that I've heard about this man. So those are two wife comparisons. Those are two different twins. One that fights to help for Jesus and then have one that just thought that she was doing her own thing by getting John beheaded. Like as if that could stop the word of God. Yeah, let me move on. 
some more twins comparisons. You've obviously got Cain and Abel who are physical twins. You've got um, Jacob and Esau. And then we see Joseph and Judah in Genesis, right? And um, and those are the two sets of twins and stuff you see in Genesis alone. There's so many different character combination teams that you see. And I really want to focus on um, Joseph and Judah. And so let me ask you this question now and we'll come back to it at the end. Are you a Joseph or a Judah? I know you might be like, mm, who's Joseph? Yeah, the dreamer, Judah. What did he really do? Okay, let me explain. Now... It was in like a good place and stuff, but it was, right, so let me get back to Judah. Let, let, let me just drop the verse on you. Let's just go to it. Because <clears throat> what I really love here in Genesis, right, they've got this whole kind of narrative, not they, God. I don't know why I'm saying they. So God's got a whole narrative with, in chapters, if you're reading with me in the NIV, in chapters like 37, you see Joseph's dream and then he goes off and gets sold. Then in between Joseph getting sold and then before the scandal bag with Potiphar's wife in chapter 39 let's sit at Genesis 38 here yeah they put God puts quite perfectly he told his author whoever wrote Genesis I want you to put in Judah's character to show how a pure heart can respond when women try and tempt you or temptation comes okay so you see like in Genesis 38 Okay, so Judah had a son who was married to Tamar. Then he promised Tamar his younger son. And he didn't keep his word. He didn't keep his side of the bargain. And then him like a fool, he goes to the temple shrine and thinks he's sleeping with the temple shrine prostitute. Really, he's deceitfully having incest with his own, his daughter-in-law, basically. He gets her pregnant. And then when it's time for everyone announced that, oh, Tamar's pregnant, all of this stuff. Um, when it says... Oh, Tamar's pregnant and stuff. Uh, in verse Genesis 38, 25, it says, As she's been brought out, she sent a message to her father-in-law. I am pregnant by the man who owns these, she said. And she added, see if you recognize whose seal and cord and staff they are. So basically, when um, Judah slept with Tamar, even though he thought it was a shrine prostitute, she asks, what are you going to give me? And he goes, I'll give you like a cow. I'll give you a young goat from my flock, he says in verse 17. And she's like, I'll give me a pledge. And so his pledge is like, that's like a promise. He promises her in verse 18, you know, I'll give you, you know, seal and cord. But she knew, she knew he wasn't a man of his word because he didn't give her the son, as he promised. Or he may be slow to deliver. But then he does send back his um, servant to go and give her, you know, the goat and stuff. But the servant can't find her. But she's done it to set him up to show him like how deceitful he is. And even when he learns that she's pregnant and that, wow, it's actually by him. You see that in um, verse 20, Genesis 38, 26, if you're following along, it says, Judah recognized them and said, she is more righteous than I, since I wouldn't give her my son, Sheila. And he did not sleep with her ever again. So what I, re what I really love about this is that you see in the middle of Joseph's, Joseph's being sold into slavery and just before he's kind of, confronted by Potiphar's wife you've got this story of Judah who doesn't really have self-control and thing doesn't really not really a man of his word and stuff doesn't honor his own word and your word was everything your word was your bond in those days which it should be now should be now and it's just an example of the behavior in the world where we say one thing but do another kind of thing you know you do what's best for yourself and that's what Judah did and I love that they put Judah's story of Tamar right in between of Joseph how he is a guy young guy he's got a pure heart you get the story of his 
his big brother Judah who mucks about with Tamar and then gets catched in his own sin because she kind of had set him up already then you go back to Joseph in verse 39 with Potiphar's wife right and let me give you a little rundown if you haven't studied Joseph recently you you look at Joseph he was 17 sold off by his own brothers you know into slavery and then fast forward him into slavery God lifts him up to be part of his right hand men team and then you know because he's serving Potiphar and then what you see is right Potiphar's own wife and it's just it's just very strange that this lady is a married woman she goes and tries to chat to Joseph because he's handsome and it says in the bible you know that he's you know in verse end of verse six now Joseph was well beaten handsome and after a while his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said come to bed with me so that's Genesis 39 end of verse six to seven so Joseph was a good looking one yeah easy on the eye and because he was single and she's got urges and she probably thought he's got urges let me just try and do a cougar thing on him and he doesn't even fall for it so it's like she's like oh yeah let's go and do a thing and he's like nah can't do such a wicked thing like that how can I sin and do this sinful thing and against God and he's very clear about that in verses 9 he goes no one is greater in this house than I am my master has withheld nothing from me except you because you are his wife how then could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God so he sees it as two things sinning against God and such a wicked thing and you and the thing is right he could have done it and got away with it but he's like nah you lady Potiphar's wife you're not worth my salvation and that's what I really love that he chose to have self-control and trust in God over than what was just like a kind of you know a fleeting chance occasion that he had and he's really a man after God's own heart he's really pure he's like willing to follow God even in the hard tough tough, challenging times like he wants to follow God's plan for himself you know see what God will bless him with because if you've been through hard times you know that there's gonna be a you know a rainbow after the storm and stuff so he's like no I don't want to kind of go with you the Madame Cougar I want to follow God who's kept me here all this time through going through slavery you know and then he you know going in jail out of jail and stuff he knew that God had his back so what I love is I just love that God has shown even in the Bible that we all have a twin and I feel that this was set up in verses 37 38 saying I'm sure that Joseph is a pure example to go after despite the hard times and travel and trouble and Judah um although Judah does redeem himself later Judah um, was not a man of his word and it just kind of shows you the two different characters in one book um, he was so back on Joseph is really a man after God's own heart he's really pure willing to follow God even in the hard tough challenging times and um, you know it just makes you think that like, you've got to think like who am I am I the twin doing what I was doing in the world that's like what Judah was doing or are you different? Do you look different? Is there a difference? Will people see the difference in your behaviour now than what you're doing in the world? Are you more like a Joseph? Do you kind of check like each day? Do you count the costs? Like, because like count the costs, yeah. Like when you study the Bible and stuff, if you've studied the Bible, I'm going to drop right. If you haven't, I'm going to talk to you a bit and just hold tight to the end. You have to count the costs each day to follow God. It's not just like, oh, I got baptised 10, 15, 20 years ago, one year ago. That's it. No, it's a daily thing. You've got to daily wash yourself with the word. Daily count the costs. Like, how am I going to make it through the day, you know? Are you a new woman of the world, of the word, or are you an old woman of your world that you used to come from? Do you know what I mean? And remember that your Christian walk, it's not just a walk. It's a walk, yeah. But it's your relationship with God. It's not a quick fix or hobby, you know? It's like you've said 
like I want to follow God Jesus is Lord you know so every day you got to count the cost when you walk and have a relationship with God because Satan if you don't count the cost Satan's like I'll just count this cost one time and pull her out you got to look at the word change your life repent see what God is doing is he pleased with it on a daily basis even sometimes you have to count the cost on an hourly thing you know because you don't even know when Satan's going to come and try and pull you back as I said to be that twin of the world so that's why you've always got to be looking into the mirror the spiritual mirror in the Bible to make sure that you look like how God wants you to look um, so that you know you don't kind of fall back into this worldly twin like for me I'd often kind of um, have lots of kind of thoughts and um, jealous thoughts about why has this person got this have lots of sexual partners um, I'd be very out to go and do selfish ambition that was the word I was looking for selfish ambition trying to get things that would kind of suit me not really wanting to budge my plan because I couldn't see the benefit of it you know looking to do different projects and stuff and make money and that stuff like that if it didn't go my way I'd be vexed and try and circumvent the plan to make sure it goes my way you know you gotta kind of think that's just me just thinking in just a brief nutshell who were you in the world and are you different and are you different in your mind in the way you speak in the way you think in the way you, you, you your dress code might not need to change but it might need to change in the way you dress is your heart different because you know anyone can people please and make it look cute and say yes sir be a yes man do it amen you know all of that stuff but it's your heart because it's your heart and your soul that's going to get you into heaven do you know what i'm saying so is your heart truly different does your heart has your heart really changed from being the woman of the world before you got baptized before you knew who god was and and has it made a difference now you know so let me ask you do you want to change do you want to be a woman of the word now if you want help to change your heart so you're not like your twin of the world you want your mind to change your heart to change you can do a hundred percent looking into the word daily where God wants to transform and renew your mind like it says in Romans 12 like it says in Romans 12 too this one it helps me all the time because I can I'm quite a big thinker I can think a lot of stuff Romans 12:2 says, "Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will." So if you want to be a woman who renews her mind in the word daily, okay? It's possible. Um please, if you're looking for that transformation, uh you may know God, you want to know God deeper, you haven't really thought about it, you've had time over the like this time situation lockdown to kind of think things through and you wanna you wanna strengthen your relationship with God above everything, yeah? But you may not know how to study the Bible because I used to do it on my own, it was kind of tough, but it's great when you have people who can help you point you through, okay? So if you want transformation through the word, using God's word, not my thoughts or opinion the word is going to help you so let me help you so if you are that woman today looking for a change you want a side of the bible you want to know god you want to have a true relationship with god then my dear it's time to shake off that twin of the world and let me help you dm me or whatever platform you listen on uh for a bible study or of course at lydia's ladies at yahoo.com for a bible study so your two action points today two little bits of homework Decide in your heart. Question one, what twin do you want to shut down today? And point number two, DM me or email me on lydersladies at yahoo.com for a Bible study. And I look forward to hearing from you on the next episode. So what did you think of the podcast? Did you enjoy it? What did you think? What touched you? And please feel free to let me know. And of course, I'd really love to hear more from you. And please like, comment and subscribe.
after this podcast. It really helps me to know what to prepare in the upcoming podcast so I can have things that really help your heart and mind get closer to God. And I wanted to ask, like, if you want to pray or study the Bible, please email me at lydiasladies at yahoo.com and have a great and amazing day.